Good morning, everyone. It is Wealth <laughs> Wednesday to sisters. We're hoping you're ready. You're having a good morning, a good day. We'll chat a little bit about Wellness Wednesday, the back end of this podcast. But this is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, live with you. Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Yes, with a very bright lipstick on. And I noticed, <laughs> excuse me, when we were on Monday, I forgot to put my looks lipstick on, but what, whatever. Yes, today is Wealth Wellness Wednesday, and we have an amazing guest on, and we are so excited to welcome to the Two Sisters podcast family, the amazing Rachel Benacore. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. So happy to be here. Thank well, you. We're super excited. Yeah, we are so excited. So Rachel, obviously you're kind of in the same line of work as my sister and I are. And we obviously, <laughs> excuse me, love wellness through fitness and nutrition, but there's always backstories. And I think the backstories are what really people um, can connect with because we all have different types of health issues. And of course, you work with different clients and you have a backdrop to your story. Why don't we start out there and tell us a little bit about yourself and why you do the type of work that you do? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Rachel. Uh, I'm the founder of a health and wellness coaching company called Renew for a New You. And my story started back when I was 25 years old. I was living in Los Angeles. I was you know, uh, working on becoming an actress. And all of a sudden, my life got really flipped upside down. And I got diagnosed with my first autoimmune disease, which really changed my whole life trajectory. Um, I moved back to New York, which is where I'm from, where I live, New York City. And uh, I knew I needed to be around family and around people that really knew me because it was an incredibly difficult start to this journey of being diagnosed with something I had never heard about before, had no idea what I was supposed to be doing. Um, and this experience is what allows me to work with clients in the way that I do, because I fully understand that first, you know, those, those first couple of months of being diagnosed and, and feeling really lost, really confused, and like you have no control over your life anymore. And unfortunately, with autoimmune disease, you get one, you probably are going to get more. Mm -hmm. So over the years, I've been diagnosed with three additional autoimmune diseases. But during that time, I was like, I need to take control here. Like, my, I feel like I'm completely out of control in my life. I don't know what I should be doing. And I found holistic nutrition and holistic health and decided to get certified and learn everything I could really for myself first but I knew I wanted to help other people. I knew that at that point that I had something to share and, and something that I was able to guide people through, even if I wasn't cured myself, because obviously we can't cure autoimmune disease um, in the way that we want, but I knew I could help people. And so over the years, I started a company and I primarily work with people who are dealing with autoimmune conditions, either having trouble getting diagnosed or are just diagnosed, or they've been sick for 20 years and they they still don't feel well, right? And so again, it's about feeling very out of control. And I wanna help empower people to control the things that are in their control. And there's a lot that we can do as the patient 
to uh, be play an active role in our healthcare. And so that's mm -hmm. the kind of work that I do. Amazing. And I and I, I I love that you touched on all different avenues because you're seeing, sadly, we're seeing so many more and more people really understand like what is going on and it all links back to an autoimmune and we didn't have these issues 20 years ago 30 years ago uh you might have had a small segment of the population that had them but they're coming fast and furious um to to, to multi-generations uh and you know jan and i talk about this all the time we truly believe it's you know a lot of it is source-based i mean we can't control the air we breathe um, we really can't control how the manufacturer manufactures the food. There's a lot of not so good items that are in our food sources today that really uh, plague somebody that is uh, has a, a sensitivity and or known uh, reaction to that and really trying to find that happy mix of I've got to take control of it but I first got to get diagnosed and a lot of times for people with autoimmune it, it takes a long time to even find out ex exactly which piece of the puzzle you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on average, about eight years and four different doctors to get a diagnosis. And that's on average. Wow. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the things that I really feel passionate about is helping people get diagnosed. What should you bring to the doctor? What what history do you need to have written out, ready to go? Like you need to walk in prepared to a doctor's appointment. Help your doctor help you, right? Because it could take so long. There's so much blood work that needs to be done. There's so many things that need to be ruled out before something is ruled in. So the more prepared you are as the patient, the faster you can get your diagnosis. And um, that's something that I work on with people because, you know, waiting eight years to get diagnosed is, is horrible. It is a horrible experience, you know, and it's um, unfortunately something that many people go through. So I like to, what, would, what would you say to, you know, your clients, like the number one thing I'm thinking, you know, the, the basics of pad and paper, going back to journaling, you know, how you feel each day, you know, what different food groups are you maybe noticing if that's specifically, you know, what it is, uh, or do you eat a certain food group that now, you know, gives you that headache or that stomach or rash, whatever it may be. Um, I would think journaling would probably be the, one of the key pieces. Yeah, you're hitting on something really important. Um, we have to be in touch with our bodies and understand the symptoms and the signals that we're getting and keep track of them. Data, right? Doctors live off of data. Like To just say, oh, I have joint pain, they're going to want to know when, how long does it last, you know, where is it? both sides, one side, what joints, There, it's the data that's really important. And like you mentioned, Carol, the food, right? A lot of people don't even uh, realize, oh, I just had this and now I feel like that, you know? Right. Um, and it's the journaling or the, the food diary or the, um, you know, keeping track of your symptoms. I have a, a pain tracker that it runs through everything from, you know, stomach aches to headaches, to joint pain, to the, a, a slew of other things, basically. It's a huge list that'll help you to get started to, to tap into these things. Because if you've never had to tap in before, you, you might not know how to do it and how to be really mindful of what's actually happening in your body and what might be causing it. And all of that information is what's going to help you get diagnosed that much faster. And also 
help you if your doctors put you on a new medication, you still have to track it. You still have to track mm -hmm. what are my side effects? What are my symptoms now that I've been on it? Two months, three months, four months. This takes time. So the more educated you are as a patient, the more data you have, the better off your whole situation is going to be really. And the more empowered you're going to feel. Mm. And I think too, with the empowerment part of it, what some people don't realize is, you know, it's, it's taking, but part of that is, as you said, is taking back that control. Now, does it mean that we're completely in control? Yes and no. But if we take an active participation in being prepared, and I think there's maybe a little bit, I don't want to say a negative connotation, but um, when people think, oh my God, now I got to do, you know, keep all this information, like that's unfortunately a part of it and we have to accept that and not just say oh okay I'm feeling this well and as you were saying well the doctor's going to ask you very specific questions you mm -hmm. want to be empowered yes it's a pain in the ass to put all that information down but it's you taking control of your health in in a way that you know can help the doctor help you so and, and right. what's interesting is that it's not even just um, the physical aspects, when you are taking control, when you are playing an active role in your healthcare, your mental health and your mental mindset and your stress management is completely different than if you were sitting back on the sidelines and like waiting, you know, waiting for the medicine to kick in or waiting for your doctor to give you an answer. The more active you are, the better off you're going to be here because so much of dealing with getting diagnosed or trying to get diagnosed is how you are mentally stable or or not stable dealing with the situation you know we grieve for the old us where our dreams are changing because we maybe can't do what we always thought our life would be and there's so much um mental health involved and so the mm -hmm. again the more active you are the more empowered you are the better off your mental health is going to be because you're going to feel like okay, I'm, I have some control here and I'm doing everything in my power to help myself. And that makes me feel good, not only physically, but mentally. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we, we all have to be accountable and re responsible for different aspects of our lives. So, um, you know, we don't really, we don't really understand, you know, why certain people are get whatever they get. Um, and whether it's autoimmune, whether it's other diseases, life just hands you a deck of cards and you just don't know, you know, what hand you're going to be dealt. That's just how it is. Mm -hmm. So uh, while I, I, I think that's a, a big piece to it is a lot of people, I'm not, I'm not sure that they, I would say that they feel guilty about it, but they feel like, I don't want to feel bad for myself because I'm going through this, but it's okay to uh, validate, you know, the hurt or the sorrow that you feel about it because it's a journey that maybe you weren't quite prepared for. Mm -hmm. And you may have to do a lot of adjusting in the beginning to tweak what's going on. And, you know, I hope too, being obviously that you're doing it from a holistic manner, that people realize that a lot of these things can be controlled holistically without mm -hmm. being put on medication. That doesn't mean you don't need to. Obviously, first and foremost, we have to we tell everyone do what your doctor tells you to do, but don't just do what your doctor tells you to do. Right. I always say, do it, but don't. Uh, don't be afraid to ask those questions. Is there you know, a way I can control this by diet? 
Uh, can I introduce a, a supplement or something other than what you're recommending? Because big pharma is big pharma. So you yeah. can't get around that. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you said ask those questions because that's really part of what I teach as well is how to advocate for yourself, how to speak up, how to know what to ask, and also how to know how to even talk about it just with your own family and friends. You know, it's very hard to say, I need help, or I'm really down because of this, or, you know, you can support me in this way during this process. A lot of people don't feel comfortable and don't, don't necessarily even have the words, you know, so advocating for yourself, learning how to talk about this and share it with the people who love you and support you and with your doctors is a big piece of the, the pie as well. I say there's really like a five-step framework and advocating for yourself is one of those steps. Um, being an educated patient, that's part of being uh, an advocate for yourself. So asking those questions and learning learning what to ask. Because uh, in the beginning, you don't know. You know, you're very overwhelmed. You're in that room. It's all like wah, wah, wah. You, you know, right. you, you can barely even pay attention to what the doctor is saying. So the, again, the more prepared you are, the, the, the better off the whole process is going to be. What would you say is the number one? Because I mean, we, we you're hearing more and more, you know, the more friends you talk to, the more family. Uh, and it just seems like we're on, a, on an onslaught of, of people with autoimmune issues. Do you find with, with your clients and your, uh, that you're helping that there's one that pops out to you is probably uh, maybe... I don't want to say the most popular because we don't want it to be popular, but the one that seems to be that you're finding a lot of people have and mm -hmm. the two-part question, whatever it is, uh, are there several ways uh, to that you're finding? Because we're all different. We, you know, we, we look different. Our brains are different. Our guts are different. Our health and wellness is different. Even though, say, straight across the board, you had said 10 clients that had the exact same autoimmune, yet you found, wow, this one treats it this way. This one treats it that way. Yeah, what an interesting question. Um, I do think with, like you said, 20, 40 years ago, people did have autoimmune. They just didn't necessarily know it. You know, it was like, oh, my great aunt always had joint pain and, and her fingers, you know, did this and she always had a stomach ache and you know, that kind of thing. And they didn't know what it was right because they back then they might not have known what it was. So what I do hear a lot these days is lupus, is rheumatoid arthritis, is um, various digestive, you know, IBD issues. These come up on, it seems like everybody has a stomach ache and doesn't know, and doesn't know why, right? Or everybody has joint pain and can't figure it out. Um, those are coming up a lot. And I think the biggest thing that I'm seeing is that unfortunately people think they're doing what they think they should be doing, something that they saw online, something that, you know, somebody said, oh, you should try that, but it's not uh, personalized to them. And that I think is the biggest issue. Like, yes, you should eat anti-inflammatory if you have autoimmune disease, but what does that actually look like for you? And do you think you're doing it, but you're not actually doing it? You know, right. I think a lot of the times there's so much information on the web these days that people can look up that is not correct for them. So right. out of 10 people, you know, yes, they're all eating anti-inflammatory, but it might not look the same for everyone. I'm a right. vegan, you know, if you're not, my diet's not going to look like yours, even though we're right. both eating anti-inflammatory, what does that actually look like for each of us? Um, and the same thing with, with movement, with a lot of these 
illnesses, the more you move, the better you feel, the less you move, the worse your joints are going to be. And so, and that's something that people are not fully aware of either, or are afraid, you know, they're afraid to go try and walk because they hurt so much. And I get it, but let's work together to find what can work for you because, you know, we know that if you do this, this could happen. Um, that's really what I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of digestive issues and a lot of like joint pain. Right, and that would, the digestive piece, uh, Jan, don't you think obviously would make sense, uh, you know, where that's, that one particular is going up really on a, like I said, like fast forward the last 20 years because of the way food is manufactured. I think that is a, a key factor um, that a lot of people, and, and the other key piece to that too, we, we talked about it probably about, it was about a month ago, if you look at uh, different manufacturers and uh, in, in their ingredients, and you know that this particular corporation also manufactures in other countries, we have, uh, Europe in particular has a much stricter uh, of, of, of the ingredients that can be put into a product versus the United States. And you could have you know, a box of, and I'm gonna use a terrible example, like Fruit Loops with all the bright colors of the world, which are just not healthy for your gut. It, but you'll notice the ingredients look different if it's produced and manufactured in Europe. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, what is coming out of a lot of these serious situations for people is being more mindful in reading ingredients and really understanding that just things are not, those are not in our control. Uh, you know, we can't control what the manufacturer does, but we can decide like, hey, that I, I can either make that myself a healthier version or, okay, I'm going to try to go the organic route, but even going the organic route may have natural uh, herbs and spices that whatever ingredients that also may contribute to your issue. So it's really about just taking charge of, you know, finding out those key factors and really educating yourself on ingredients. Mm -hmm. sounds overwhelming so I got it don't you think Jan like a... <laughs> oh yeah because you know part of that is reading the label right you know just because you know when I became gluten-free you know of course the grocery stores have a, a gluten-free section right so oh that's gluten-free well hmm, I can have that well <laughs> don't just pick it off off the shelf without educating yourself so it's like taking that next active step to actually read the label because just because something is gluten-free doesn't mean that it's healthy and it you know look at the sugar content look at the sodium content um you know if those numbers are up there you know if something has uh, one serving for instance has 32 grams of sugar that's eight teaspoons of sugar which i believe is two tablespoons that's a lot. That's of a lot. lot. And, and, they, and they do say too, especially with um, gut issues and, and autoimmune that are really impacted by the gut, dairy and dairy and sugar are probably the two worst ingredients that you can put in your gut. A lot mm -hmm. of people, what do you mean? The sugar thing right. is pretty, pretty obvious, but what do you mean dairy? And I'm like, oh, don't get me going on the dairy piece. 
Right. Well, that's the thing. There's so much confusion out there. And, and yeah, you're talking about packaged foods and it's easy to say, well, just don't eat packaged foods, you know, just <laughs> everything fresh, everything whole, everything organic. But obviously you, not everyone can do that 24 hours a day for every single thing they eat. What I think is the thing is that they have to become a food detective in the beginning. And like, yeah, like Janice, you said, it's kind of a pain in the ass. It is, but you have to, you know, you have to take control. And that's why working with, with a, with a coach, a wellness coach, a nutrition coach, a health coach, whatever, um, is so helpful because then you're not on your own trying to figure this out while you're just diagnosed, while you're maybe trying a new medication, while you're reading everything you can online that's conflicting information. You know, having someone to sort of hold your hand and walk you through it makes a huge difference because it is confusing and there is no one way. And I think that's what people need to understand. And, and like you said, Carol, like people are like, dairy? I have to give up dairy? Like what? You know, like they think they're going to die if they can't eat cheese, right? So <laughs> we have to work together to get them through the process of, of letting things go and letting new things in and, you know, really learning how to, how to, uh, treat your body in the best way possible so you can feel the best regardless of being diagnosed. We want you to thrive regardless of your diagnosis. A absolutely. And uh, milk does not do the body good people. No, we talk about that all, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. It is it is not the milk from the day when you got delivery. Uh, Jan and I can relate to that as, as children. We would get quarts of milk delivered every morning. And you know, I can still see the little metal little rack and the milkman coming to the door. It is not that type of milk people. <laughs> God forbid these poor cows, what they're giving them. And it, it, ju it just, it, we can go on a whole rant and rave. What I do love that you talk about uh, is the organizational piece. And that's what you, you help them because, you know, here now we're talking about, you got to go pad to paper. Do you have, and I imagine you do, I think you uh, alluded to that, uh, different pieces um, that are already basically mapped out for them. You know, some basic questions. These are what you're going to ask the doctor. Uh, here's a great list of specifically to your needs of, you know, maybe some food categories that let's, let's map what you're eating. Um, hey, like here's a, here's a, a diary of your daily diet already mapped out for you. Which ones do you fall under? So I imagine that part of your coaching includes that. Yeah, I actually have on my website, I have a couple of ebooks and one of the one, well, and cheat sheets, one of the cheat sheets is what you should bring to the doctor to get diagnosed. So it's right there for you. Essentially, it's a list of questions. I think it's a, a 20 point cheat sheet of, of things that are going to help you help your doctor help you basically to get the diagnosis. So and that's free on my website to download. So I would recommend that um, anybody that's having trouble getting diagnosed, go ahead and, and, and download that and you can start there. And the other thing that I have is the autoimmune handbook that I wrote, which is really for the person who's newly diagnosed. I go through everything like the sort of standard blood tests that they're going to run and what they are, what they mean, the potential medications that they might put you on, biologics or anti-inflammatories or, you know, steroids or whatever. So basic um, information like that. Also, how to create a team of doctors so that your doctors are actually communicating with each other. You might have more than one illness. You might have your primary and a rheumatologist and an endocrinologist and, uh, you know, and so on. And how do you create the perfect team for you? Um, oftentimes people stay with doctors that they are miserable with, that are not treating them as 
you know, the person that they are, they're treating the disease and not the person. And, you know, we need, we're individuals. So how to put together the right team, how to talk about it with family, it's all mapped out for you. All the things that are overwhelming in the beginning, including the food journal and the pain tracker and things like that. Um, the autoimmune handbook is a really great starting point for someone who's feeling overwhelmed. And then obviously working with a coach, working with me or, or any coach um, is what's at, is going to help hold your hand through that process. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times, you know, in these, in the groups online on Facebook and things, people are venting and, and complaining and sad and, you know, I'm never going to get better. And, and, and they don't have family to talk to or their family doesn't believe them or, you know, they think they're lazy. Their family is saying this to them. And so working with a coach is also the opportunity to say all of that and get the support back that you need. So the whole mental component, the physical component, the stress management, the food, the, uh, you know, the nutrition, the exercise and the finding the right team of doctors. These are really like the big factors that are overwhelming at first. And, mm -hmm. and the autoimmune handbook is a great start to, again, you can download it off of my website and the, the cheat sheet I want to bring to the doctor if you're not diagnosed yet. Both of those things are, I think are really key for people to start to feel more empowered. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, when you're working, you know, when I'm working with a client, there's no to programs that are the same, you know, because again, there is no one way like, yes, right. we should all be eating healthier, but what does that mean for you? And so we really dig in and um, figure out how you can sustain these changes because it needs to be sustainable. You can't, you can't do yoga for a week and be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm great now, you know, or, right. um, or change your diet for a short period of time and then go binge on all the things that you're missing. That's not going to work. You know, being, being healthy becomes your job when, when you're dealing with health conditions and, and teaching people how to do that so that it becomes normal. It becomes there every day. This is how I live, not this is my diet. And this is my, you know, it's really your lifestyle. You have to make right. changes right. if you want to feel better physically and mentally. Right. And, you know, you know, the, and then that message really resonates ac across the board. Even if you don't have an autoimmune issue, yeah. you know, we, we, we're here to uh, be our best selves and live our best selves. Yeah. And that, takes being accountable and, and living a healthy lifestyle. It doesn't mean that you're going to be living on carrot sticks and celery sticks. However, if you want to uh, go decade to decade uh, at your healthiest, not only from a gut and physical perspective, but a mindset perspective, uh, mm -hmm. you need to nourish uh, your mind. You got to nourish your stomach and you got to nourish your body and your soul. So regardless, if you're very, very healthy, you want to stay healthy. Um, yeah. And you want to advocate for yourself always, always, always. I love everything you brought to the table tonight, today, this morning. This is awesome. What do you think, Jim? Oh, my goodness. So much goodness. And, you know, I just want to go backtrack a little bit. And first of all, I want to welcome all of our amazing listeners on the Wisdom Audio app. I see some familiar um, faces and names. So thank you so much for being here. Um, you know, we obviously love what we do. I think part of it, <laughs> when we go into a situation like that, sometimes we say, um, well, I can't do this. And I think if we focus on what we can do, for, for instance, um, my kickboxing class this morning, you know, I was, you know, one of the, the last um, cool active rest periods was doing this overhead with my gloves on. And I was just like, 
you know, I was doing like this to get my, it, it was tough. I'm like, okay, let me think about this a little differently. Let me take my gloves off. And then I was able, you know, to do that. So just the bottom line is think about <laughs> what you can do. You will be so surprised at what you can do. Don't focus on what you can't do. Absolutely. Love that. Good, yeah. <laughs> good words to, to live by. Uh, and again, all aspects of your life, you know, just stay focused on knowing that, you know, we are given this body, we're, we're, we're given this mind for purpose purpose and passion and, and you got to nourish it and you got to take care of it. So I love that. How can everyone reach you? Um, on my website or on Facebook, my website's renew for a new you.com all spelled out renew for F O R a new you.com. And then on there in my wellness shop, you can find the autoimmune handbook as well as the, um, other downloads that are available and on on facebook i have a group that's called um from uh from not coping to thriving with autoimmune disease and so you can look that up as well and join the group and you know i post something five days a week and it's you know everything from inspiration to you know more more guidance on how to live this way and, I, and i'm glad you mentioned also lastly that it's not just about autoimmune disease it's about anti-aging it's about uh, memory health you know brain health it's about uh you know staying healthy if you're healthy yay you let's stay healthy Right, right. How exactly. do you stay healthy through the years? Weight, weight issues that happen for a lot of women at certain points in their life, and and um, so all of it. It's really about uh, general overall health and wellness, and and taking control of the things that we can to keep ourselves healthy mm -hmm. and happy and balanced. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Renewfornewyou.com. And of course, thank you so much for providing that information. We'll make sure that, that all that information gets in the show notes. Um, one question for you. What would you think, before we sign off, because we're going to do our wealth, wealth, Wellness Wednesday thing, what is like the most outrageous question you've ever heard and that made you like pause and go like, wow, okay. Or giggle. Oh gosh, um, that's a tough question, actually. Um, what is the, uh, let's see, you know, I mean, I feel like so much of what I hear is around food that, that it's more, it's more the things when people say, um, how am I supposed to give up cheese or how am I supposed to give up meat? Or there's no way I could possibly live if I have to, you know, cut this and this out. I think it's the, the, the mindset of a lot of people because of how they were brought up and what they were brought up eating, that it's really so much of it comes down to food and feeling uh, out of control with food and not really recognizing what they are choosing and what they're, you know, afraid to give up. So it's it's all about, it's almost always about food. Like, how can I possibly not eat blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Um, those are the kinds of questions that come up first, but really it's the question under the question. It's not so much how am I supposed to give up cheese? It's how they feel that they have to change their life that they're so yes. used to that. So it, again, it almost always comes back to the, the mindset and the, the mental health component of the changes that you have to make. It's less about the actual changes because the issues are really deeper than that. 
And that's what we work on. You know, I can tell and you. I, and, I, it, but... right. and I always tell people if they got any questions about giving up dairy, uh, <laughs> there's a great documentary out there on Netflix called What the Health and you will be grossed out. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you will be like disgusted. <laughs> and what, what was I thinking? Why was I brought up on that? Um, and it's, you know, you hate to say it, but, you know, uh, big pharma corporations, um, they're all, you know, the bottom line is they're there to make money and, and absolutely so they should. Um, but a lot of things that are produced today are really not good for you. Yeah. And it is changing that mindset. Because we were brought up where, you know, you got to have dairy it's for your bone health. Well, there's other enrichments of food that have great calcium and other ways to keep your bones strong. Totally. Guess what? That isn't dairy. So it's just really a matter of changing, like you said, the mindset. Like, how can I give up that milk? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to eat my Cheerios? Without milk? <laughs> well, you know, there's other things that you can put in your Cheerios. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Awesome stuff. Well, we're going to kick right into because obviously it is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. That is a day that we celebrate wellness, wealth, having a healthy relationship with money and paying it forward, putting it out in the universe, being kind to other people. And it's a random act of kindness. It's not giving to your favorite charity, uh, loaning your neighbor 10 bucks or your family member, whatever it may be. It's about an unsuspecting person. Well, that make, doesn't make sense, Nani boss. How do you do that? Well, let's think about it. We're talking about food. We're talking about things that you got to eat. Where do you get those? You have to go to a store, right? You go to a grocery store, a farm, or whatever it may be. Well, how about going through that pet aisle or maybe going through the baby aisle? And we know, uh, obviously, the cost of things are going up dramatically. And we want to make sure that we are putting uh, that healthy relationship with money out to those that may, may be struggling. And when you forward that kindness, guess what? It gets them to do it. So what can you do? Oh, just and it's not about the dollar amount. It, it could be a dollar, it could be files, whatever you choose you want to do. Uh, one of my favorites is because of the price of gasoline is when I'm getting gas, I will fold up a bill in the shape of a credit card. And you know where you put your credit card slot in there. Well, what if you happen to pull up and you're like one of those, you know, mom, like I, I can only put in, you know, a gallon of gas to, to get me to the school or, or, or to back and forth to work. I don't have it, but geez, what if there was a $5 bill or a $10 bill and maybe that gave them probably only Two, two gallons at this point, but that's two gallons you didn't have. That's going to make that person feel really, really good. Uh, very surprised because it was unexpected. That's the whole point. When you start putting those vibes out into the universe, guess what? Entrepreneurs know this. They feel it. They believe that, that when you put that kindness out there, uh, the greatest piece of that is the gratitude that you're giving out to. So that's what Wealth Wellness Wednesday is all about. You could do it at a store. You could do it at a gas station, a library, go in, you know, go in the health and well, wellness section, open up a healthy book and stick a bill in there. That may be the turning point for someone that's got to cut out one brand of food or wants that same brand, but in a more expensive form, maybe now they can get it. So it's just about that mindset and paying it forward. And that is what Wealth Wellness Wednesday is all about. It's a mouthful. We know that, but go out there and do that. Uh, You would feel good knowing that you're doing and helping other people out there that are unsuspecting. It's so cool. With that, we are so grateful for all the information that Rachel brought to the table. We hope that you reach out to her. Uh, She's got, I just already can just Feel your vibe, number one. But number two, I love the fact that you've got these uh, very attainable things that someone can immediately get help with. 
just yeah. downloading your information and the eBooks that you have online. So please check that out. This is Carol Sue, AKA Nani Boss, live on this Wealth Wellness Wednesday with two sisters. Hey everyone, it's Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, Wealth Wellness Wednesday. I'm gonna do the quick sign off on Wisdom. Wisdom, thank you so much for all the, my um, our amazing listeners on here. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you again real soon. Thank you so much, everyone. Hey, everyone, just a quick goodbye again. Thank you so much, Rachel. It has been our pleasure having you on as our guest, and hopefully we want you to consider to coming back and visiting us again. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'd love to. Thank you guys so much for having me, You're and um, we'll see you soon. Okay. Bye everyone. Bye.